Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. 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 A fun and conversational show where two coaches teach you about anxiety, panic, and PTSD. And how you can overcome them for life. Aloha and welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm glad you're here with us today. We're going to be talking about brain chemistry and anxiety. But first, I want to take a minute to thank everybody for joining us and also for supporting us by leaving us five-star reviews over on iTunes and Stitcher and Pod Bay, wherever you happen to listen to us. We appreciate that. It keeps us visible for other people that are looking for help with anxiety. We also want to be sure you know about our other programs, which are another freebie is our Facebook group, which is a great place for community and support and being able to hear from the coaches too. Please visit us over there on Facebook. Search us as Anxiety Coaches Podcast and request to join and we'll let you in. The other things you can do is one-on-one coaching. You can send us an email for information about that. Send it to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And you can also join our um, group coaching, which is going along very well. That's two sessions a month with a coach live on the phone with the group and also two skills sheets that are sent out during the month. And it's also got a very secret Facebook group, which is just extra private, and a smaller community for supporting each other, asking questions, and again, contact with a coach. So, Let us know if we can help you out with either of those things. You can send us an email again, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. Let's get into today's today's show. This is an interesting subject to me. I um, did a lot of work with people with eating disorders for about 10 years here on Maui. I still see clients at the Eating Disorder Residential Center here, but... Um, for 10 years, I saw my most of my client base was eating disordered, and um, we did a program called the Brain Chemistry Optimization Program. And I'm going to just share with you a couple of the tidbits from that because what it identified, that program identified, was uh, anxiety, depression, you know, ADHD, and a couple of other things, um, OCD and the like. So I dealt a lot with people's anxiety there with the eating disorders because all of them pretty much had uh, anxiety as one of their issues. So I want to share that with you today because even in the Facebook group, um, you know, there's talk about amino acids and, um, you know, people talk a lot about using supplements and I am not going to talk about supplementation today. I'm going to talk about what we used as lifestyle changes, dietary changes that don't require supplementation. And the difficulty with using amino acids straight up is that the warning box for that is very long. It would probably take me a minute and a half or two minutes to read it to you because 
these single amino acids work very specifically in the brain. And I don't recommend that you you start using those uh, without some guidance. It, they are over the counter, but they are um, they have a lot of uh, contraindications. Specifically, uh, if you are using any medications for psychiatric disorders. So, again, this program is going to be about the uh, lifestyle and food changes that we can make to change our brain chemistry and make things work for us as we go along. So what we learn is that we can really alter our biochemistry physically, mentally, chemically, and spiritually. Um, The power of the brain is, is amazing. And when we think about it, what is the brain? It's the brain is our memory, thought, It controls our movement, senses, recall, and our perceptions. And perception is a big word that we want to remember as we are healing from our anxiety because often our perceptions get us into trouble. So when we talk about uh, the biochemistry of moods, we can talk about depression, anxiety, anxious depression, alcohol and other drug addictions, and also then eating disorders. I'm going to stick today with anxiety and anxious depression because that is um, our listeners' issues more than some of the other ones. So let's talk first about the biochemistry of the mood of anxiety. This, The implications in this come back and our clients were all uh, tested and so they're um, they were tested through I think it was a 300 questions it was a long computer thing and this was all done and um, put through the computer program and this whole program was put together by I should give him credit here um, and I I took a big course with them uh, the Robertson Research Institute And um, he is a doctor of pharmacy and put this whole program together. It's been very helpful. No blood tests. The the reason why blood tests don't work so well with these things is um, the fluctuation. It goes, changes throughout the day. So uh, the questionnaire was overall, how are you feeling? How, and it it was very, I could, it's really amazing because you could almost nail how the people would come back when you knew them. So anyway, let's get into the biochemistry of anxiety. Um, It's usually, and I say usually because anything is possible, we are individuals, high dopamine, uh, high norepinephrine, low GABA, and a combination of those things. And then the biochemistry for the anxious depression would be low serotonin and high dopamine. So we're going to further, we're going to talk about a few more things, then we're going to go into what you can do for those. But brain chemistry, how does it affect our behaviors? Um, So brain chemistry actually does change our behavior. And our diet, our activities, our thoughts, and our behaviors also affect our brain chemistry. So it isn't just one thing, right? Drugs don't change behavior. 
drugs do affect brain chemistry and brain chemistry changes our behavior and diet activity thoughts and behaviors affect the brain chemistry. And what they have found through research, the biochemistry and psychotherapy research shows that psychotherapy plus drug therapy combined is more effective than either one of those used alone. However, optimal brain chemistry combined with insight was the real healer. So that's kind of interesting. This brings us back to us needing to make some of these changes, not so much relying on outer drugs. Obviously, there is a place for pharmaceuticals, and you will need to talk all of this over with your own prescribing physician, but there is a place for even when you are using those to begin to do your own work and make your own changes. So what it comes down to is that the optimal brain chemistry combined combined with insight was the big healer. So neurotransmitters, okay, what the heck are they? We have two of them that I like to call, as I learned here with the Robertson program, was the gas pedal chemicals. That's the norepinephrine and the dopamine. Those are gas pedal chemicals that neurotransmitters that really get us revved up and moving. And then we have a brake pedal, which would be the GABA. And then we have mixed neurotransmitter, which is our serotonin, and a potentiating neurotransmitter, meaning that it gets the other ones working more, is the um, acetylcholine. When you get out of balance, what feels good to you is what keeps you out of balance. And we see this over and over with what we do when we are anxious, what we do when we are addicted, what we do when we have eating disorders. We go back to the thing that is our bad behavior, quote, bad behavior, the behavior that keeps us stuck, right? We go back to it over and over Because at that moment, that's what makes us feel good. So I'm going to read that quote to you again. This is from Robertson. When you get out of balance, what feels good to you is what keeps you out of balance. And if any of you have had any of those issues I just talked about, or you are struggling with your anxiety right now, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so let's talk about with specifically first anxiety slash depression, the mixed. And what we need there is serotonin enhancing techniques. And so so we would do some dietary changes, some activity changes, um, and spiritual and other behavioral changes. So I'm just going to say a couple of things here, but dietary-wise, to enhance your serotonin, you would want to have complex carbohydrates, like a snack at bedtime, a complex carbohydrate snack at bedtime. Complex carbohydrates are whole grains, whole fruits, whole vegetables. Another thing that is serotonin enhancing is um, 
to reduce your meat protein and to substitute more vegetable protein. So having more beans or adding beans to your diet and reducing the um, animal animal protein. Um, other things is for serotonin enhancing is increasing the tryptophan-rich proteins, uh, which are the chicken and the white flaky fish. So getting the red meat down and having more more chicken beans and flaky fish would be the foods. For changing activities for serot- to increase your serotonin, um, it would be enjoying uh, exercising such as 20 minutes of aerobic type of activity. The timing on that is important too. Four times a week is important. The, the timing turned out to be very important, not willy-nilly, but four, actually four times a week of aerobic uh, exercise if you enjoy exercising. So again, we have to, we have to look at what's, what makes each person feel um, complete and satisfied. And if you don't enjoy exercising, 20 minutes of quiet time with focused activity, such as, um, it could be something more like a Tai Chi, right? So, but you're moving. Okay. So if you didn't like the aerobic piece, you could do 20 minutes of a yoga or a Tai Chi, a nutritional support. I'm not um, going to go into that because I don't want to have to go over that whole warning list, but I am going to talk about our spiritual changes to raise our serotonin we can look at increasing our prayer and meditation time. And don't we talk about that here over and over? Anyone who reads a book about anxiety, this comes back over and over again. The meditation daily. Also, um, another way is to walk and talk and have self-reflection. So, Walking and talking with a friend and reflecting, walking and talking and having self-reflection is a beautiful way. And if you think about it, when we look back over time, you know, our saints and sages seem to have all been walkers alone, right? So it's good for us too. A couple of other things would be to raise your serotonin. Uh, and this is all again for anxiety, depression, uh, quiet music, and um, what you like. There's all kinds of genres, and they all include some kind of maybe more quiet that you would enjoy. Now I want to get into a little bit of the uh, more specific for just anxiety. Because this gets a little different. We have... Um, Usually very high dopamine when we have anxiety and we want to work at reducing our dopamine. So here's some techniques for that. Dietary wise, we want to decrease the the caffeine containing products. And I don't say to, to decrease them. I say to totally eliminate them. Caffeine has set more people backwards. It just seems to trigger that dopamine to a point that it really flips people back into their anxiety. I would avoid it completely. Um, Another thing is to avoid seeds and nuts. 
and decrease or eliminate tyrosine-rich proteins. And that, again, is the red meat, the uh, porks, and the pink, the very pink and strong fish. For activities to reduce your dopamine, meaning to also reduce your anxiety, would be 20 minutes of aerobic exercise every other day. Again, Robertson's program found that the timing was very important here. And um, also 20 minutes of aerobic exercise when you are stressed, followed by 20 minutes of quiet time. And on the alternate days of your regular aerobic exercise, those would be your quiet days. But if you're stressed, go and get 20 minutes of aerobic exercise and then 20 minutes of quiet time. Again, that could be your prayer, your meditation, your reflection, your journaling time. And spiritually, again, we're prayer and meditation daily. Walk and talk and self-reflection, just like with the anxiety and depression. Calming music. And so let's review this a little bit. This is a longer show than usual, but I want to I wrap this up by saying that various activities cause different effects on our brain chemicals. And the specific schedules can enhance production of certain brain chemicals. Um, and specific schedules can decrease production of unwanted brain chemicals also. So looking at the anxiety depression, we want to increase the serotonin with aerobic exercise four times a week. And you want those to be in a row. You want to practice meditation, yoga, prayer, and you want to enjoy consistent slow beat music. And for anxiety, you want to remember to decrease your dopamine, which would be aerobic exercise every other day, and to counteract with the serotonin enhancing hobbies and activities. We're going to talk a little bit probably more about those in our other, um, in the um, group coaching call. So if you want to join us in there, I'll be putting that out in a skills sheet, some of those um, hobbies and activities. And for decreasing your dopamine, you want consistent, slow beat, methodical music. More for decreasing our dopamine, you want to remember to, to eliminate your caffeine products, avoid nuts and seeds, and um, watch for those, uh, uh, decrease your red meats, porks, and the strong pink fishes. And finally, for the depression piece, you want to have that complex carbohydrate meal prior to your bedtime. And um, other ones that inc- other foods that increase your serotonin are the avocado, the turkey, soft cheeses, and dairy products. So I hope this has been helpful to you. We want to remember that negative thinking really does affect our brain chemistry, and n- negative brain chemistry affects how we feel. Positive thinking increases our performance. It increases the brain chemistries that are working for us and keep us in balance. I hope you will join us again. If you are looking for a little bit more on this, join us over in the group coaching 
This will be a skill sheet that's going out, and it'll be in the files there in the secret Facebook group. And um, thank you for joining us. I hope this is, this has been helpful for you. It's a lot of information, and we just touched the tip of the iceberg here. But just know that your activities, your thinking, and all of your life does play a part in how you feel. So let's do it consciously. I look forward to seeing you back on the next show. If you want more information from us, send us an email over at anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Till we meet again, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more at anxietycoachespodcast.com. We'll see you next time.